0: From Studio 6B on a Thursday night. Glad you're in. Real America's Voice, 8 p.m. on the East Coast. Lots to do, lots to talk about. Segrick doing sports. Rick Delgado's going to do the news. Glad you're a part of the show. To all our friends in the Getter chat, welcome on in following us on real am voice make sure you follow lfs6b as well but streaming each and every night 8 to 10 right here on real america's voice getter chat welcome to everybody in there let's do a little roll call right now that i remember it let us know where you're watching from what you're watching on and most importantly let us know if you're a first time viewer maybe even a first week viewer slick rick how are you i'm doing great tonight big d how are you uh, very good. You know where I went to dinner tonight? Uh, I don't know. Dirty tequila <laughs> oh, and tacos. Nice. Oh, you finally—you finally got in there. All right. Finally got in there. Wow. And Can it was um, it was very good. Yeah. Yeah, very good. Uh, short rib, um, short rib like barbecue short rib taco. Ooh, nice. Very good you have any tequila? No, you had the show. No, nah, no, I had the show. I couldn't. Uh, no, yes, I did. Okay. No, I was say, oh. you, you can have a little tequila. i want to be come like on. Nancy on that crazy town. Let's go here. <laughs> no, it was good. I only had one. Yeah, well, i mean, your size. You get yeah, you drink a yeah, whole the bottle. You, wouldn't matter. Exactly. It's more I have a shot glass. Than... What
1: would you say? Then so it's probably more responsible to drink before the show. Oh, oh for night. sure.
0: I mean, <laughs> right. yeah. let's appo- loosen it up here a little bit. <laughs> right. Exactly As
2: right. As opposed to drinking during it.
0: <laughs> well, I've thought about that, too. You
2: can leave that for the folks at home. <laughs> we
0: could have done that last night. I'll drink to the, that. <laughs> uh, we could have done that last night when, uh, <laughs> when Anthony signed a $100 million contract, probably. We could have uh, right. probably had a little drink in that segment.
2: Yeah, we could have definitely. Well, you know had that big show in Cousin Humper, North Carolina, so.
0: (laughs) Yes, exactly right. (laughs) I saw I saw John Rich today posting about him saying that the record companies obviously are falling over their feet for him. And he said, what's amazing, he said, the ironic part of that is if he had ever talked to any one of them or signed any kind of a deal with any of these record companies, this song never would have been heard. Yeah, that song would never have been heard because a record company would think, are you out of your mind? You're gonna this. You want to put this out as your first single? No, come on. We need like you know bubblegum. Yeah. Wait, we, we can't put this out. Yeah. So the song would have. Ne- so John Rich is right. Never would have been heard.
2: You know what's amazing too? I watched and I put this on my. I think I did it on my Twitter. I didn't do it on my Getter yet. Um, there was a. a, a I guess there's a lot of reaction videos of people listening to it for the first time. Uh, it was a compilation reaction video that I saw on
0: Twitter. I did. I saw it as well. All and, races, all colors, all creeds, and, just same uh, reaction.
2: Yeah, and, and you could see it. And a lot of them were, you know, were were, were black guys and women and and you know Hispanics as well. And, and there was one woman who was watching it, and she's sitting there like this, like it's like it's, she's feeling it. And and I think that was my reaction too, watching them react the way they did. I think it's the combination of not only his words, but the way his words. And his voice just kind of come together as one as one instrument that just it levels people. You know what I mean? It's it's so raw.
0: Well, it's it's that you feel it
2: inside.
0: But people relate to it. I mean, if you're gonna break that song down to one sentence, is I don't want to work my whole life to pay taxes and die. Right. And and people, especially now, given inflation, given people's savings, given people's pocketbooks, given everything. Everything we talk about almost every night on this show. Oh, you mean Bidenomics? Bidenomics, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Given Bidenomics in full swing here, you look at the debt, you look at all. I mean, I mean, people hear that and they immediately attach to it. Because they say, man, I think that's me. Yeah.
2: Yeah. A- 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 and it runs across every, every, uh, every part of this uh, melting pot of this country. That everybody in no matter where what you call yourself, what have you, you hear those words, and you're like, yeah, I can identify with that. That that's me. You know, going paycheck to paycheck.
0: Um, Absolutely. That kind of thing. So Absolutely. But John Rich is right. If you ever talked to a record company, they would have number one, the song would have never been heard. Nope. Because no they would never let you But that would be that'd be track fourteen on your fourth <laughs> album, maybe. <laughs> Right, that's what that track would be, right? Absolutely,
3: yeah. That'd be that'd be a D
0: side. <laughs> yeah, be exactly. Side. Wouldn't even be the B side. So well, good for him. We'll see. You know, yeah. I'll bet he's got other stuff that's th- that's just as good. I haven't heard anything yet. Have you heard the second no. song yet? No, I, I haven't either. So, hmm. uh, all right. So there's lots to talk about tonight. Um, we'll talk about the weatherman, the new weatherman, <laughs> because you know, because everybody needs an alias. Yes. When you're going to talk about the weather course on the phone with your son and grandkids yeah i mean oh, right sure, i mean you've all course. thought about it
2: that's yeah. what i do yeah nobody knows who i am really when i talk about my family uh, <laughs> stop it yeah
3: the weather was shady <laughs> <laughs> that's what the weather forecast was
2: shady
0: <laughs> come on joe
2: <laughs> i think my new uh my new email address is gonna be dunning kruger so
0: <laughs> yes i got a lot of those emails last night fran um <laughs> Thank you. So we'll talk about that. And James Comer really is still being relentless uh, and good for him in going after this stuff. And we'll see where this goes. I was, I was thinking when he put this out this morning, I'm thinking, well, geez, where's the fifth indictment going to come from now? Because if they drop this, what are they going to do to counter it?
2: Well, th- <laughs> uh, and it was a story I was going to get to last night about Arizona.
0: Oh, is there something brewing in Arizona?
2: Oh, you haven't heard. Katie Hobbs has actually come out and said that she wants her attorney general to look into filing charges and prosecuting Donald Trump. Okay. of which she had to retract it today mm-hmm. because I believe that's fairly illegal.
0: Okay, well that leads me to the we didn't do the we didn't design the counter today that I said last night we were going to do, which is the counter of um, uh, how many days we will go before there's a Republican attorney general somewhere in the country. Given that there's 27 of them, how long will we go before an attorney general somewhere decides to fight fire with fire like this gentleman in Georgia has decided to get up off the couch? Colton, uh, not Smith. I want to call him Smith, but it's not Smith. It's uh, Colton. um, Well, I don't know. Just call him Colt. That's a cool name. Colton something or other. I had had it up and now I can't find it. But he's he's the state senator from... Georgia, who decided today, Colton Moore. And as a matter of fact, if you want to put this up, Aaron, he put this statement out today after doing a day's worth of media. Um, Let me make sure my sound is good. Here is uh, Colton Moore.
1: Hello, this is Colton Moore from Northwest Georgia, state senator. I've officially called for an emergency legislative session to investigate corrupt district attorney Fannie
3: Willis. I'm sick and tired of these weak so-called leaders telling us to sit down and be quiet. We have to take action. I need patriots like you to help me. we got a country to save. Amen to that, brother. Yeah. We need more guys like him, man.
0: And uh, Colton Moore, at least, is getting off the couch, not twiddling his <sighs> thumbs. <clears throat> Here's the problem. And those of you who watched Charlie Kirk today, as I did, almost I watched all two hours, and I tried to find the third hour on Rumble. Because Charlie made a lot of news today. Clip with Newt Gingrich, which I have, which we'll get to in a second. Mm -hmm. But um, he had Colton Moore on. And um, we're efforting getting him on this show as well. I don't know if that'll happen this week. But maybe next week. But um, here's the problem. The problem is he told Charlie that, again, you know, uh, the the rest of his colleagues there go, well, you know, maybe we shouldn't rock the boat. Maybe it's an ongoing investigation. Maybe we should just. Maybe we should try to get her disbarred. But let's let's send something. <laughs> let's send a strongly worded letter yes. to the bar. That'll be enough. And that, of course, is the problem with this party. On the obviously on on the state level and on the federal level, is that's how they think. That is how they think, and that is how they operate. And he was on with Charlie today, and basically, I mean. Good for him, but I don't get—I don't get a strong sense that Georgia has um, has what it takes in the state legislature here to join him. And the governor, you know, the strange thing about the governor is obviously he's not a big fan of Trump, but the people of Georgia are a big fan of him, which is kind of strange because it's—he's like—he's got like a sixty-eight percent approval rating. Right. I saw the new numbers today. That's kind of weird, isn't it? Very strange. That he won re-election overwhelmingly when people thought that Stacey Abrams was going to beat him. Uh, No chance. People in Georgia, at least the polls out today, say that people, for the most part, across the state like him.
2: Well, she did beat him once already, right?
0: Yeah. Well, where's her (laughs) investigation? Oh, nowhere. (laughs) But uh, this guy's trying to do something. He's trying to get the legislature back at a special session. Of course, that's what we're screaming about. Kevin McCarthy should be doing in getting the House back together while the Democrats are out of way and talk about defunding and showing that you've got some um that you're ready for the fight that comes October first, instead of already leaking out and you know, having lunch with Chuck Schumer and going, Well, we'll just pass a CR till December and Ooh, yeah. if we don't get anything done by January, we get that one percent cut. Okay, whoopee. One <laughs> percent. I mean, is that what, That's the fallback position, of course. Then that's what um, Thomas Massey told us when we were all wondering how he signed on to that uh, disgrace of a debt ceiling raise back then. Whoa! If it was January, we don't no more CRs. Well, it looks like it's going to be more CRs.
2: Yeah. How, how's that working out?
0: Yeah, it doesn't look like it's working out too well.
2: <laughs> you know, and and then you couple that with the fact that they they don't have a limit. Remember, McCarthy removed the limit. So there really is no, <laughs> there is no limit. He could just keep spending. Yep. We're going to, we're going to do another CR so you can keep spending. Oh, okay. You really got us that time.
0: <sighs> Woo. I, I have, I have to tell you the other thing I don't know, and maybe it's happening behind closed doors is why, why is president Trump not calling uh, outwardly in public for McCarthy to defund these um, at least the federal investigations into him? Why is he not calling for that publicly? Is anyone? Can you explain that to me? I think it's optics. <laughs>
2: what, what exactly are the optics? The, the optics are look, because the media is going to turn around. Look what he's trying to do to rig the uh, you know to try and destroy the government, destroy the country, blah blah blah. And let of me,
0: course, the media is going to run with it. Let me ask you a question, Rick yeah. Delgado. Okay. Do you believe that they will put him in jail given the opportunity? Yes. Okay. I believe most people do not think that. I honestly do not think most people think that they are going to try to put him in jail.
2: Oh, they, they are salivating at the opportunity. They're trying to find any way to try to justify it. And what
0: do you put the percentage at that they'll be able to do that in Georgia?
2: Mm, probably, I would say Blutarski level um, GPA, 0.0. 0. I, think it's, because, I think it's way higher. Because the Secret Service will not allow that to happen. They just won't.
0: I think it's way higher. I think this is why we've got ninety-seven pages and all this, all this. Throw everything against the wall and see if we can find one or two things to stick. Because number one, they'll go to the Fourteenth Amendment and say, "Well, now he's not even eligible to run." And I, and I think act, and I think they were, are going to actively try to put him in jail. Oh yeah, there's no doubt about it. And I don't think the percentage is zero. <laughs> I really don't. I don't even think it's 20 or 30. I think it I think it could be 50-50. All right, we'll we got a lot to talk about. We're just getting started on a Thursday night live from Studio 6B back right after this. All right, 17 past the hour, live from Studio 6B. People think that uh, my idea of him calling for defunding is strange, or they think that that would get him in more trouble. I don't think it would at all. Um, I, I mean, he could do it publicly, he could do it privately. Um, I, I don't think it matters. But I, that's not. I've heard. I've heard. I heard Daniel Harwood speaking to Steve, Steve Dace today, and he wonders why Trump even bothered go to Georgia. How about that? He says, "Why even go?" The governor of Florida has already said he won't partake in any of this. So he said, they, you know, the state's not going to have like what the feds have. The state's not going to just come down to Florida. What, and try and extradite and she, him? Exactly. And he, so try, why, to kidna- try to kidnap him out of the state? Yeah. <laughs> they, they, they wonder why he won't even go. He's like, he, you know, he has the power. He has Secret Service protection. He actually stands in a position to have the power to not even comply with this nonsense. I mean, that's more radical than than asking them just to call for defunding this. But, I mean, I don't know. The more you think about it, yeah. if if no one else is going to play ball and try to – if no one else on the Republican side is going to try to play ball, again, this leads me back to my initial point. I think people just think that this is somehow – they didn't push this snowball down the hill not thinking it was going to gain steam or not thinking, oh, okay, well, we'll just – Let's just, now at the last minute, they're going for the whole thing. They're going for the whole thing. They're going for prison time. And I just think if nobody ever does anything here outside the box, are you confident in relying on the system that he can number, we've already lost the get a fair judge thing. You've already lost get a fair prosecutor. You think you're going to get a? You've already lost the grand jury thing; that's done. You think you're going to get a jury of your peers? And you think you're going to even if you if you found guilty on the in Georgia, you're you, you're going to lay now? You're going to wait for the appeals court and then maybe the Supreme Court and hope John Roberts wakes up on the right side of the bed. I'm, <laughs> I'm not. So if if no one else is, if no one else steps up to do anything here, and we just think we're going to let the process play out. Is that what, is that the road you think he should take? I, I, you know <laughs> yeah.
2: what? I think less is more at this point. Follow the rule of law, because that's what he likes to to, to talk about.
0: Because right, that's because that's what we that's what we do. But good luck because, going up against because those yeah. who don't. Yeah, yeah,
2: well, who, uh, but think about the other side sure. of it. Okay, now he he decides he he takes uh, some advice to not go to Georgia, not respond to this. Now you've got full blown. 24-hour coverage wanted posters everywhere, right? On the news. People are already starting. It's starting to come through that, you know what? All these indictments don't look good. What the heck is it? What, What are they doing? Why are they going after this guy like this? There's more and more doubt creeping out there in the American people. The people that aren't awake yet are starting to see it. So if he openly defies it, then they're like, ah, I told you he was a criminal. Then they're like, yeah, I guess you're right. Look, he's he's going to do what criminals do, and he's not going to show up. Uh, so you you have trust in the system. I, I didn't say that. You can't. Have I just trust. say he's you got can't. he's got to he's got to follow he's he's got to follow the 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 rule law and say you know what I'm going to do what the the court says this I will do it but I will have my day in court I will fight it every step of the way I will bring and, evidence and
0: and I you'll end up in jail. So you're 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 okay with that scenario? I'm not okay. Not that you're okay with it, but no. that, that would be the logical ending to your painted scenario.
2: The the possibility that he could lose in the first trial and then on appeal, of course, he's not going into jail because it'll be an appeal. So he's not really going to go to jail.
0: I, I, I'm I just, think, I, I just I tell you, I just think people are underestimating the worst case scenario that it never can happen, and I tell you, I think it's I think it's a way bigger percentage than people think it is. That's why when you hear these people thinking about why isn't he doing this, what is his legal team doing, what else can be done? I mean, I I think it's with the utmost of urgency that we try to figure it out. Because I think if you think the process, the process here, you can't be pardoned by the governor. There's a board you have to serve at least five years before you can be up for pardon in Georgia. If he was to not win the if he was even to win the election, there's still now Levin says he can pardon himself on the state charges. Others say they don't agree with that, Jonathan Turley. But I, I don't know. I I am not for letting the system uh run its run its course here. I don't know. You, I, well. I, I'm I'm it's fascinating that
2: you brought up this question because I'm trying to look at it from all angles on the fly, and I wouldn't want to give them any any angle to get somebody who's on the fence, who might think, you know what, I think this is all BS, uh, give them any reason to go back to the other side of the fence and go, no, 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 I guess they were right, he is a criminal, look what he's doing, he's avoiding going to court, all he has to do is show up, plead not guilty, and they would have let him go um, back to Florida, and then he could prepare his case. I don't. I don't think you would need to give them that. That that's a win for them. In terms of how it makes them look, the the press coverage it would receive, and, and all that nonsense. I, I, I'm just trying to. I'm just trying to think.
0: Hmm. It's heavy. What? What is right? Dark Cloud like says, heavy. Damon, your argument is how corruption is born. Trump must follow the rule of law. In normal times, I would agree with you. I would. In normal times, I wouldn't even be having this conversation. But these are not normal times. This is not a normal Department of Justice. This is not your normal person they're going after. This is not your normal Democrat Party. This is not your normal anything. Yeah. What about any of this is normal? <laughs> not, nothing. nothing. What about the other side follows the rule of law? They so, don't. Uh, what, what kind of fight is that? Nothing's
3: normal anymore, Big D, in this world. You know that. It's all part so of it.
0: I, I hear what you're saying. Right. It's crazy. I De- think- now, Denise says, Damon, I agree with you 100%. I'm interested, really, in what the what the audience says, right. and whether they think this is a possibility that he ends up in jail. Damon, you're a Debbie Downer. Now that see, that, <laughs> that I just can't understand at all. I just can't understand how you can be in but, the middle of the fence.
2: But did he include his t-shirt size? Is the question?
0: No, <laughs> <Yeah. no. laughs> see, see, uh,
2: and and let's see. I think this is part of part of the lure of Trump. And again it's it's the way he explained it you know when he was talking about um, dealing with your enemies you don't you don't show what you're going to do you don't tell them what you're going to do you don't telegraph it you just show up and do it he never that that could be part of it and, and there's the other part of it it's Trump he loves the fight right yeah. He loves the fight because he's he I bet you in his mind and he might be doing it and his attorneys might be like, here's what we're going to do. We're going to make them show their cards. They're going to do this. We already have that, you know, where they, they publish the uh, the indictment early. So we've got that in our hip pocket. Let's not talk about that yet, though, because we got this and this and this. We're going to we're going to annihilate them in one fell. swoop. maybe that maybe they have some thing that we don't know about some super secret, uh, you know, uh, legal um maneuver that's going to render all this moot
0: who mm-hmm. knows we don't know a lot of people think that uh, appeal is his place of safety overturned on appeal i'm seeing a lot of overturned on appeal cash patel says it's going to get overturned on appeal uh dershowitz says he can't pardon the state charges so the, i'm seeing a lot of mixed uh, seeing a lot of things a lot of people falling on the appeal
2: and from last night and I'm glad you mentioned Cash Patel because I vund, I vund in the chat from last night he had referenced Cash Patel and said uh, Patel said that uh, phony Fannie Willis had committed a a crime by leaking the uh, indictment early. So there could be something where
0: well one of the Democrats ever held for anything like that that they that they do. who who, who's going to hold her responsible who knows just just curious but
2: but it is fascinating
0: uh there's a lot of really is a lot of delgado is right a lot of damon is right so people are mixed on this which is not surprising i'm just glad that we're talking about it and thinking about it because i i think a lot of people just don't even have that scenario on their radar.
2: Right. Because a lot of people are getting emotional. And I think that's, that's what the left wants. They want you to get emotional. They want you to turn into the Buzz Aldrin who punches somebody in the face in a hotel because they doubted that he landed on the moon. They want that. We can't give them that.
3: No.
0: Damon, stop whining and talk about positive outcomes. Okay. (laughs) Send those to me and I'll talk about them. LFSXB at (laughs) Yahoo.com. Don't forget your shirt size. (laughs) Don't forget your shirt size. (laughs) Don't forget the shirt, the issue. Live from Studio 6B, 30 minutes past the hour. Uh, good conversation. The chat is <laughs> fired up. I like everything I'm seeing. People are, I mean, this is why we talk <laughs> on, about baby. these things, right? I bring these yeah. things up. People think I bring them up. Oh, yeah, I hate Trump. You're yeah, this, you yeah. that. No, I bring them up so we can discuss it. I bring it up so we can discuss the big ideas, so we can <laughs> see where everybody falls and get it on your radar. I mean, that's that's all I ever do is try to put stuff on your radar. Good, bad, boring, exciting, indifferent, whatever it is. Try to put it on your radar. And get talking about it. And that's what we're doing. So,
2: well, Mash Huggy Nurse is coming to your defense. All right.
0: Oh, I don't know. Uh, uh, <laughs> I don't feel like everybody has to come to my defense. I'm just. No, well, uh, I'm just what saying. Does that because- mean? What's my defense? Defending me from what? I don't know. I guess
2: uh, it's moving so fast. People must have must be saying stuff. Right. Um, He's not appealing to the audience. Right. So, she, she just came to your defense, and I noticed it. And I'm like, all right,
0: okay, that's good. Uh, very good. Thank you very much. Uh, you know, I started this. And I never got to my point because I think I got uh, sidetracked. Um, <laughs> I got an email from somebody saying, um, Damon Slick Rick and Rick Delgado. Uh oh. Uh oh. <laughs> my wife and I have celebrated 45 oh. years of marriage this past saturday that's beautiful wow. august 5th so i want to just say happy anniversary to randy and kim uh who wrote an email into the staff and it forwarded it to me and i it's so 45 years wow. Sick. that's the awesome. one yesterday i think was that's 40 years phenomenal
3: 40 or 42 41 or 42 wow oh. you're talking like they got married yeah, in the late so. 70s it's crazy
2: happy so, anniversary 78
3: right
0: that's yeah beautiful
2: I wish we had the Flintstones thing of sing- singing happy anniversary to play for you.
0: So we happy anniversary.
1: That.
0: That um, like so I wanted to just get to that. So let's get to sports and then news. 31 past the hour. Sports is brought to you by Mike Lindell and pillow. I did not get a chance to see any of the Lindell event today because uh, I was just busy. I was watching Charlie Kirk and other things. I didn't see much of Lindell. Uh, but I I did hear Jack Pasovic today during his show lay out that I guess Lindell's doing something with phones. Did you see this phones? Some new phone service or something that no. on voting day you'll be able to. I don't know. Instead of me butchering it, let's. I'll get the details. But I did hear Jack talk about it a little bit. Hmm. Uh, but sports is brought to you by Mike Lindell and My Pillow. Use our code LFS6B if you shop there, and if you do, send in the receipt that you get, and we'll send you the shirt of the month, which this month is the One Nation under godshirt if you sent in anything this week we'll get those uh you know we do them over the weekend so just don't expect it right away we're a little behind in getting this stuff out, and we've had some issues, but uh, we're getting them straightened out, and uh, we'll get your shirt out to you. So, Slick Rick, what's going on?
3: All right, well, let's lighten things up a little bit and go to the rodeo, Big D. We love to go to the rodeo as much as we can. You know, I'm seeking all the rodeos I can get to report on. Fallon County Fair and Rodeo in Baker, Montana. Oh, another beautiful place, and that's at the Fallon County Rodeo Arena, underway from, this just got underway today, and it's going to be right through the 19th, so good rodeo there through the weekend. Steer Wrestling Leader right now, Taz Olson for seconds flat team roping trevor olsen and jace and gressler 4.9 seconds Tie-down roping, Landon Williams, eight and a half seconds. And bow Racing, Jessica Routier, 16.8 tenths. I've seen Jessica before on the circuit. And that's not a bad row. Just four events underway there. And uh, we'll give you a report on whatever else we have if anything comes up the rest of the night. 217,887,000 dollars payout there, Big D. And, uh, well, let's get to some sports tonight. Busy night. NFL preseason action in Philadelphia at the stink. I mean, link the Lincoln Financial Field. Big (laughs) It looks like a baseball game broke out. Eagles leave the Browns three to two with 10 minutes to go in the second. This was like a Phillies-Cleveland Guardian game here. And uh, let's see, third and one from the Philadelphia 29. We'll see what happens with the ball there. Uh, Browns on the move. BMW Championship, round one earlier today. Play complete. Olympia Fields County Country Club, Olympia Fields, Illinois. And uh, the leader today, Out of the gate, we had a tie. Damon's favorite golfer, Rory McIlroy, shot a five-under, along with Brian Harmon uh, and Wyndham Clark, Chris Kirk, and uh, Satith Thigala uh, all shot four-unders. Three-way tie there. So we'll keep an eye on that and give you a report tomorrow. Major League Baseball scores. Mets blanking the Cardinals, 2 zip. Top of the fifth. Mariners over the Royals earlier today, six to four. Nationals beat the Red Sox, ten to seven. That's a final. Diamondbacks at the Padres, Brewers at Dodgers, coming up nine forty and ten ten, respectively. Light schedule tonight. Travel day for a lot of the teams. Little League Baseball. We're tracking Little League Baseball. You know, we love the little guys there. And, uh, El, El, El Segundo, Florida. I'm not big on the Florida names. Uh, defeated New Albany, Ohio, 4-3, to three, bottom of the fourth. Sorry if I butchered that, Big D. Uh, and we have Wilmstead, Curaçao, to 2-1 over Sydney, Australia. I got a bird named Curaçao. How do you like that? Uh, Seattle, Washington, blank gray main, 10-zip. And uh, Chinese Taipei beat Regina, Regina, Canada six nothing was the final there. So those games are in the books, Big D. And I got time for a quick story. You I got just give you a one, okay? Well, Chiefs. Take super, your time. I don't know what's going on with Chiefs Nation, boy. I tell you, lately, Chiefs Superfan indicted on bank robbery, money laundering charges. This is David Perdue of ESPN. Uh, a federal grand jury indicted an infamous Kansas City Chiefs Superfan Wednesday in Kansas City, according to the U.S. Attorney's Office office for the Western District of Missouri. Uh, Xavier Baboudar, 29, is accused of three counts of armed bank robbery, one count of bank theft, 11 counts of money laundering, and four counts of transporting stolen property across state lines. I wonder if he knows the Bidens. Anyway, federal prosecutors (laughs) allege (laughs) Baboudar launched the proceeds through casinos in the Midwest and used the funds to attend Chiefs home and away games. Uh, Baboudar, known as the chiefs holic on social media, wore a gray wolf suit to suit Two games and often was shown on broadcast. In a criminal complaint unsealed in July, Babudov was linked to six robberies and two attempted robberies during a nine-month nine month stretch from March 2nd, 2022 in Clive, Iowa to December 16, 2022 in Bixby, Oklahoma, where he was first arrested. In total, authorities allege Babudov stole, stole more than 800000 According to the Department of Justice released, Babudov fled while out on bond in Oklahoma after receiving 100000 in winnings from an Illinois Sportsbook from betting on uh, Chiefs quarterback Patrick Mahomes to win the NFL MVP and Kansas City to win the Super Bowl. Winner. And the indictment alleges that days after receiving the $100,000, Babadar cut his ankle monitor and fled the state. He was on the run for over three months before being captured by the FBI near Sacramento on July. This is the Chiefs' super fan. I guess big on social media. I remember the guy to show him on the game. He's always wearing that big wolf mask there. So crazy stuff there, Chiefs Nation. We got to see what's going on in Kansas City. And that's a wrap in sports, Big D. Back
0: All right, Slick so Rick. We'll do some more sports. Thanks very much. Let me do a couple <laughs> emails here. Um, Uh-oh. Terry says, "Damon, stop! How can Trump even suggest to defund Smith after they charged him with J six? Have you been sleeping? Have I been sleeping? Is Jack Smith found somewhere in the Constitution, Terry, that I don't know about? Is um, it, it wh- wh- where, where, what are you, what are you talking about? He's funded through Congress. Congress decides. He, he's not a function of the Constitution. He's not elected by anybody. Congress is a function of the Constitution." Congress decides what gets funded. Republicans hold the House right now. This is my point of what I talk about every night on this show. It's very simple. If Congress wanted to defund Jack Smith's office, that's what they would do. Well, what do you, what do you mean, am I been sleeping? Where is Jack Smith found, uh, given these powers from? Where? Where's Merrick Garland? Where's all, all of these things that the Constitution never even probably contemplated, the founders never contemplated? Never contemplated special counsels. Never contemplated these kind of things. Jack Smith could—they e- could easily defund Jack Smith if they wanted to. Just take the money away. Yeah, I think that's what uh, Congress does.
2: Right? Hasn't uh, hasn't uh,
0: Matt Gates suggested that? Yeah, I think Gates has, and yeah. Chip Roy has to some degree. Right. Other than those two, uh, good luck. Um, all right, let's do, we'll go we'll go through. I got an, I'm getting a lot of emails tonight, so <clears throat> uh, we'll try to go through as many of them as possible. Um, but let's do uh, some news right now, and the news is brought to you by our friends at Early Treatment Meds. Uh, what's going on, Rick Delgado?
2: All right, well, let me ask you this before I before I jump onto this story. If you want me to hold it, the James Comer story uh, regarding a certain um, name. Jump right 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 into it. All right. Very good. Because I thought this was a a kind of a huge story uh, that we'd be we'd be tackling. Um, House GOP demands redacted records of Joe Biden using a pseudonym while vice president. This story coming from basically a lot of different places. This particular one, the New York Post House Oversight Committee Chairman James Comer asked the National Archives earlier today to hand over any unredacted records in which President Biden used a pseudonym. During his vice presidency, as Republicans moved closer to launching an impeachment inquiry into his role in his son's uh, Hunter's foreign business dealings, emails previously released by the archives and retrieved from Hunter's abandoned laptop revealed that Joe Biden used the email address Robert L Peters at pci.gov while he was President uh, Barack Obama's second in command, and that his aide John Flynn cc'd Hunter on 10 emails containing the elder Biden's daily schedule between May 18th and June 15th of 2016. Comer's request covers records using Biden's other known pseudonyms, Robin Ware, J.R.B. Ware, and makes pointed requests for certain documents such as drafts of Biden's Uh, December 2015 speech to Ukraine's parliament. Joe Biden has stated that there is an absolute wall, he said, between his family's farm business schemes and his duties as vice president, but evidence reveals that access was wide open for family influence peddling, Comer said in a statement. Uh, We already have the evidence of then-vice president speaking, dining, having coffee with his son's farm business associates, Comer went on, and we also know that Hunter Biden and his associates were informed of then-vice president Biden's official government duties in countries where they had a financial interest. The National Archives must provide these unredacted records to further our investigation into the Biden family's corruption, he said in the statement. Um, The broad records request involving the president's pseudonym could turn up a variety of content, it says here, including about other Biden family ventures in countries such as China. So we'll see what happens with this. I thought this was really interesting because well, the name that he used, right?
0: <laughs> the John, first... John Sinelan. <laughs> <laughs> what were some of those names? What was the oh, second they one? To be
2: beautiful. Uh, let's see. Uh, Something let's Ware? See. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, J.R.B. Ware <laughs> and Robin Ware.
0: Uh, Robinette,
2: and that's Fritt... his middle name. Robinette, that's right. And, and Mr. Manfred Jensen. <laughs> and, uh, uh yeah. But the one that stood out to me was the fact that he used Robert L. Peters um, because... <laughs> Remember, <laughs> we learned that Hunter Biden in his phone had a contact that referred to uh, Joe Biden. That was learned because they tracked the phone number, Peto Pete. Ooh, remember that? In his phone contacts, he ref- he had a contact for one number for his father, and it was written Peto Pete. And what's the name he used? <laughs> Robert L. Peters. And then he also used the <laughs> name Peter Henderson from uh, one of those uh, spy books. So it seems like Joe has a, has an apparent likeness for Peters. For Peter? Yeah, for Peters. Okay. I'm just saying. It seems, I get it. it. seems weird. Just thought I'd make that connection for you.
0: Uh, one more well, quick good thing. I mean, listen, good <laughs> for Comer. For, you know, now, th- these are the kind of things, if you had a media in this country that had any interest in actually doing their job, they would have figured this out the fact that they didn't figure it out is really what is just not surprising of course knowing what obviously where we are well but it's... if we had a media that cared they would have figured this out and they would be pushing and questioning and doing what Comer's doing by himself him and Jim Jordan and this committee and good for him for going after this stuff with From Nara and now we'll see what the fight brings and what he can get Studio 6B, we'll do some more news with Delgado here in a second. Somebody, uh, let me give some credit to whoever sent this to me. I think it was, who was this? Uh, Shirley Akers, I believe, sent this to me. Uh, Mike Lindell's plan to fight fraud and save elections. This is in um, some outfit called Raw Story.
2: That outfit over there? My
0: Yeah. My Pillow yeah. CEO, Mike military. Lindell, on Thursday released his promised plan to fight what he perceives as voter fraud and save elections. MyPillow's Mike Lindell has been hyping his secret plan to save elections for a week. He just released it today, and it's a little drone. He plans to fly over polling sites, explained Washington Post media reporter Will Sommer. Speaking during the second day of his conference that he calls an election summit, Lindell released his new spy hardware a small drone that will fly over the 116,990 polling places in the United States to investigate if the electronic voting machines are connected to the Internet. Streaming live, Lindell told the gathered audience that the drone will be able to fly over the polling places and somehow detect links to Wi-Fi networks. It's unclear how this is able to do that, they say. Daily Beast Media reporter Justin Bargona noted that Ahead of the big reveal of his long-awaited plan to secure elections, Mike Lindell begged attendees to donate money to his Lindell um, offense fund, telling them it'll be the best money they ever spent and very private. No one's going to know. Bargona explained that the drone is being called a wireless monitoring device, or WMD, the acronym which was once referred to for weapons of mass destruction during the early 2000s. Lindell says that the WMD will be able to detect in real time if votes are being stolen. So, From what I
1: understand, the drone was just for demonstration purposes. The device itself is what he's typing, the wireless monitoring device. And basically, it's a data scraper. It'll go through an area and just pick up any devices that are connected to an outgoing signal and archive that data. So apparently, that includes cell phones, Wi-Fi, and any outgoing device with a, a unique ID that has an outgoing web signal or phone signal.
0: Okay. Mm -hmm. So he's not going to invest in (laughs) 116,990 drones is what you're saying. I mean, that doesn't sound like a great idea. You could mount it to drones,
1: but there's a lot of problems with that and getting a drone over a polling place for 12 hours.
2: Yeah, because at first, that's what it sounds like. That's what it sounds like. It sounds like, like, oh, that's a lot of drones. And you see people throwing rocks at him, and that's the last thing you need.
0: Yeah. Um,
2: Okay. And it kind of reminded me, have you ever seen that movie Angel Has Fallen? I've seen White House Down. (laughs) <laughs> okay, it, it's in that it's a it's the Gerard Butler version of oh. the White House Down stuff. Yeah, oh, okay. It's, it's like the third in the series. Oh, and in, in one scene where they try to take out, um, they try to take out, uh, Gerard Butler's character and the president, um, they launch these drones. Okay. And the and I, I when I saw that, I'm like, what are they shooting in the air? These missiles? No, they they were shooting drones like missiles that they shot them. They shoot them in the air. And all of a sudden you see them like deploy their wings and boom. And they start going. I'm like, I wonder if this is like old technology because this stuff looked, this stuff looked seriously sick.
0: This was a movie. Though.
2: This is a movie though. Oh, okay. But usually you, you see this stuff and it's like, it's based on something. Somebody's working on something. They probably can. They've probably been able to do this for a while. So they're like, yeah, you can use it. We're, we're past that already. Kind of, kind of technology. Unlike going to the moon, so you think they're just um, going to kill all of us? Is that what you're saying, Delgado? Well, that's the that's the that's the that's the basic uh, okay. end game, really. When you think about it,
0: well, I, so I don't I don't know how I feel about this thing, friend. I, it seems <laughs> that there would be there's just many levels of issues with this kind of thing, and I'm sure if we talk to any computer guy, we got Roger on the on the um, show.
1: I mean, I get the None idea of us of would having, understand
0: uh, anything of what the hell he's saying, but I, I think the bottom <laughs> line would be there would be probably – it sounds like there's probably issues with this.
1: I get the idea of having a device you can carry into a location and be like, okay, well, these things are outputting internet. They're not supposed to. But all, all most of the locations that are pulling places are internet wired for other purposes like firehouses, schools, everything. I mean, you're going to detect all of that information, whether or not they can parse through that. I don't know. Mm. Also, everyone's cell phones, if it, your Wi-Fi is turned on, if your radio is turned on, if your Bluetooth is turned on, that's all outgoing communication with ID numbers. They're going to get, yeah. you know, information on. I don't know how people feel about that either.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I, like I said, I didn't see it, so I'm just reading the story. But uh, okay, so we'll just have to follow up and see what the, see what that becomes. So uh, all right, eight minutes till the hour. Let's do a little more sports. And here with that is Slick Rick, Rick Emirati, brought to you by Mike, by Mike Lindell and My Pillow. What's going on, Slick?
3: All right. Well, Novak Djokovic uh, outlasts Biden's unvaccinated ban, returns to U.S. with zero regrets. Uh, Serbian tennis great Novak Djokovic returns to the United States this week for the first time since leftist President Joe Biden overturned a ban on foreigners who have not uh, in, in, who have not ingested wins coronavirus vaccine products entering the country, telling journalists he has zero regrets about missing some of the world's most prestigious tournaments over the policy. This is from uh, Breitbart News. Uh, Djokovic has publicly stated that he was uncomfortable with ingesting coronavirus vaccine products, claiming to have been inf- infected by the virus on several occasions. He famously de- famously defied global lockdowns in 2020 by organizing a series of tennis events that year known as the Adria Tour, which abruptly ended when multiple participants tested positive for the virus. Since then, Djokovic has uh, abstained from competitions in countries that did not allow entry to individuals without proof of vaccine product consumption, or attempted to receive medical exemptions from the rules. His successful attempt to receive a medical exemption to enter Australia in 2022 ended disastrously when the government of then Prime Minister Scott Morrison abruptly rescinded his approval for entry and imprisoned Jokovic in, mi- in a migrant detention facility before deporting him on the grounds that his presence in the country may have may excite anti-vax sentiment. Remember that in addition to the trauma of imprisonment uh, for alleged illegal entry, Djokovic missed the opportunity to play in the Australian Open, one of the tennis world's um, four most prestigious tournaments, or Grand Slams. Spanish player Rafael Nadal won that year's contest, giving him the record for most Grand Slams won by a single man in history at the time. Nadal had chided Djokovic to follow the rules and remarks regarding that controversy before the tournament began. The Biden administration announced a ban on foreign nationals who did not present proof of coronavirus vaccine. A, brought a consumption from flying into makes it sound like they're drinking this stuff. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but consumption, however, just want to, to say he's happy to be back. He's right now he is playing in a tournament, I believe, in Cincinnati, and uh, we'll see how that goes. He's on tonight, so I'll check the scores and I'll get that back to you on that. Big a uh, little bit of a long story, but just to state that he stood his ground with this. He was, you know, he was anti-vax, and he's going to be changing his name, I think, to uh, No Vax Djokovic. That should be his new name. And Anheuser Bush returns as a major sponsor of the Commanders. Boy, you talk about two book groups, right? Uh, John Keem of ESPN. Ashburn, Virginia, less than a month into Josh Harris's ownership of the Washington Commanders. Anizer Bush has returned as a major sponsor of the franchise. It's the second big sponsorship announcement in the past week for the franchise. On Wednesday, the team announced Verizon had become a sponsor agreeing to a two-year deal. Anizer Bush had ended its longtime sponsorship of the team in March of 2022, amid investigations of previous owner Dan Snyder by Congress, and the NFL, costing the team approximately $3 million in revenue, a team source said at the time. Uh, though the company did not publicly state Snyder was the reason to drop Washington, and as Bush had cut ties with other teams around the same time, we are excited to have the commanders back on our NFL roster. Matt Davis, VP of Partnerships at anheuser Bush, said in a statement, our history with the Washington franchise runs deep. As part of the new multi-year deal with anheuser Bush, Washington's offensive uh, players will wear a folds of honor patch on their protective practice jerseys the company sponsors 26 other nfl teams as well as 24 players so that'll be the queen of beers sponsoring the washington commanders for this nfl season big d and that's a wrap in sports back to you
0: all right slick so rick very good now people are saying that in the chat that mm-hmm. that story about uh, lindell must, must have come from the same place that you got your, your <laughs> music story yesterday. oh yeah it was so, that humpback corner. is raw story not a real <laughs> someone uh, someone in the audience sent it to me it looked real to me Man. Is that not at all what the plan is, what I read? I don't know. Everybody says I have no idea what I'm talking about, which is no big surprise to anybody. It shouldn't be anyway, anyways, <laughs> but I mean... Uh, this
3: I is know. live from Studio <laughs> 6, duped. Maybe
0: <laughs> maybe that's not the plan, so uh, we'll we'll I'll look for another one and see if, uh, how it matches up, though. I'll so. oh, explain uh... it again over the break. Go. Right. Damon got into Delgado sauce. <laughs> <laughs> Let's party <laughs> Two live from Studio 6P. Man, that first hour went fast. Real America's Voice on a Thursday night. Glad you're in. Slick Rick's doing sports. Rick Delgado's going to do some more news. Aaron and Fran holding it down, as always. And our friends in the getter chat, as always, fired up on a Thursday, Fire. Slick Rick. Talking about all kinds of things, but basically how much Big D stinks. Um,
2: but at least they're including their shirt size. So. Yes, they are. So it's a Thursday.
0: Yeah. <laughs> exactly. It's another day that ends in Y. Uh, let's talk about Speaker McCarthy. Where is Speaker McCarthy? Franklin Seneca wants to know that. I want to know that. Many of you want to know that. And, of course, um, he says most Republicans and conservatives have opposed Kevin McCarthy. For quite a long time, CNN reported back in 2015, Republicans from the Freedom Caucus, the Tea Party, the Liberty Caucus, and the Conservative Opportunity Group interviewed the three speaker candidates. It was a critical moment for McCarthy, the Californian who was viewed warily by conservatives, skeptical of his ties to outgoing crier John Boehner at the time. Multiple uncommitted Freedom Caucus members told CNN back in 2015 they want more detail on how the next speaker will change the way that the house operates as representative Steve King explained of McCarthy. He's been there with John Boehner every step of the way when McCarthy was again, seeking the speaker position just last year, conservatives again rallied against the California moderate. Matt Gaetz tried to alert the party of the need for an actual America first leadership with McCarthy did not seemingly represent. With such a slim majority, we shouldn't be starting the C team. We need to put our star players in positions to shine brightest so that we can attract more people to our policies and ideas, he said. The policies that Kevin McCarthy has pushed are as as unhelpful as they are unserious. The only reason Kevin McCarthy was able to overcome the conservative opposition was the powerful endorsement of President Donald Trump if you remember he called mtg on the phone and said put these people on the phone and there's that famous picture of her holding the phone with the president on the phone as she went around and tried to get to the people who were still objecting to mccarthy now the chips are down with the weaponized department of justice bringing multiple indictments against a former president in addition to jailing peaceful protesters targeting concerned conservative parents prosecuting pro-life protesters and recently shooting an elderly Trump supporter over angry, unhinged social media posts. But where is Kevin McCarthy? With the upcoming budget fight, McCarthy has the perfect opportunity to now force a fight over defunding the DOJ and the political prosecutions. Listen up, everybody. In a recent Fox News interview, former House Speaker Newt Gingrich forcefully advocated using the leverage of the next budget battle to defund these prosecutions. Republicans should cut off Prosecutor Jack Smith's money. They should do whatever it takes to close down this entire anti-constitutional, ruthless breaking of the law, Newt said. And by the way, he's a Georgia boy. I think this is so dangerous to the very survival of the republic that it has to be stopped. Yet, Speaker McCarthy has remained true to the rhino reputation fixed upon him by conservative critics. Rather than announce any intention to stand with former President Trump and the thousands of Americans who are being unfairly targeted by the DOJ, Kevin McCarthy is earning the praise of Democratic leader Chuck Schumer by pitching a stopgap government funding package to avoid a federal shutdown after next month. It is not the first time McCarthy has gotten rolled by the Democrats. Just over two months ago, McCarthy told the right-wing hooligans to stuff it, and he took his debt compromise to the House floor where something remarkable happened. According to the Washington Post columnist Dana Milback, nearly 80% of the Democrats have voted for the package, putting more Ds, than ours in the yes column and lifting the bill to passage without the intense pressure of America first activists it appears McCarthy is planning to stay true to his establishment GOP passed once again at the end of this month but it's not too late for McCarthy to maybe change course he can begin laying the groundwork for a meaningful budget fight moving beyond the talking points using the tools at the disposal of the house of representatives in defense of president trump and the millions of patriots who support him the question is where is kevin mccarthy going to align with the establishment or with the american people and perhaps the better question is where are we going to be working to encourage the best for mccarthy or sitting on the sidelines Complaining. And that's, that's, yeah. I mean, that's it.
2: Can't be sitting on the sidelines. No. Cause it, it, you, all you're, all you're doing is, is you're like the, uh, you know, you're like that, that sports parent that just yells and yells and people are like, Oh yeah. You're just sitting on the sideline. You're not really doing anything. you are really accomplishing anything. You just, you know,
0: you grandstanding. <laughs> yeah, it's basically what you're doing. It's like you got to actually do something, right? Well, this gets back to our our conversation in hour one. Are are we willing to just let it let the system play out? Republicans do nothing, and we just hope that his lawyers are able to find, or we put our hope in the courts, or we put our hope in the Supreme Court, or we put our hope wh- where? Mm. What is what is the roadmap? What is the plan? been asking this question on this show for a long time on many topics. But I don't know what it is. You have one state senator in Georgia today that gets off the couch. Good for him. He gets interviewed on Charlie Kirk's show and he says, well, you know, I don't know. A lot of my colleagues, not really with me. I'm kind of waiting, he said. I'm waiting for patriots to stand up. Where are they? Uh, he, did, he did not come across like he um, had a lot of confidence in his colleagues. We talked about Matt Gates. He's always on the offense, always thinking outside the box. Have you heard anyone else talk about Matt Gates about drink, bringing Trump in as a whistleblower testimony when we played that clip? Do you remember that? Yep. Seems like it was about two years ago we played that clip because I haven't heard one damn iota of anything anyone even thinking about or talking about that idea since he said it. He said it, and it went into the, went into the ether, <laughs> and it was gone. Not one person built on it. Not one, that I heard. Maybe I missed some. I haven't heard anything about that idea.
2: So I, th- th- I th- thought it was an interesting idea. I, I, you know, you know, you you look for something new, something outside the box. That's totally way way out. It's it's way before the boxes even get made. It's so far outside. But it's, it's a great angle.
0: You know the re- the real question that has to be put to every single Republican. Uh, because this is really where the rubber meets the road is and they'll never answer it but is really like a chris christie you know we know his answer he's he's just fine with seeing president trump go to jail he's just fine seeing president trump go go under what he's under you know having to deal with what he's dealing with he's just fine with whatever happens to him he thinks it's for the betterment of the country on the other end and so every republican should be asked this every representative, Kevin McCarthy as well. Are you okay if the pre, the former president ends up in jail? Are you okay if the former president um can't raise enough money to defend himself? Are you is this what you think the this is this what the America that you want your kids to grow up in? This is what this has become now. Because I think the dirty truth of it is there's too many damn people with an R in front of their name that really are okay with it. Yeah. And that's really the problem. They talk a big game. They tweet a big game. They'll write a big game. Their letters will sound strong. When it comes to other things, they come up with these snappy, you know, good things to say. They're they're the good, you know, uh, party of no on other things. But deep down... They're not as outward about it as a Chris Christie or an Adam Kinzinger or a Bill Barr is right now. But, you know, they're really not all that disturbed. That's why it's, you know, it's an ongoing investigation. We shouldn't get involved. Can't think outside the box. My God, he could never not respond to the charges. Oh, he could never call for him to be defunded. We could never think about that. Oh, that would be... And that's where, you know, that's where most of them probably are.
2: Well, most of them are there to pick up a check, look out for themselves, yep. keep their heads down, get reelected. Yep. Obviously, that's always the game. That's the end game. Of <laughs> right. It I, I mean, mean, that's that's most of the government workers in D.C. Yep. You know, OK, who's in charge? Let's do what they say. I, I want my job. I want to collect my, my, my unemployment. I mean, uh, I want to collect my pension. I want to, yeah. I want to make sure I get my, my three weeks of vacation, all my sick time. What about my
0: perks? I saw something that after the first indictment, President Trump raised $12 million, I think, in the first week after the first indictment. After the second indictment, you know what he raised? The numbers came out. I think he raised six. After the third and fourth, the numbers haven't been put out yet. So, do all of these Republicans think it's okay that the American people should not get the full, um, that he should not have the right to fully, because this money really is supposed to be campaigning. He's u- end up using it to defend himself. So, we get shortchanged. We don't get to see a full Trump campaign. We don't get to see the Trump campaign use that money to come up with ads, come up with things to talk about what he did for the country, come up with um, whatever, spend the money on. He has to spend it on on this. And seemingly, everybody seems to be okay with it. And I keep bringing this up that I'm telling you, his. I think his fundraising is begun to become a problem for him. I don't think there's any way it doesn't become a problem. And is that fair to him? Do the Republicans think that just, well, that's life. You got yourself into this and that's just the way it goes. They need to be asked these questions because they certainly, their non-action to me seems like a big thumb of approval to all the things that are happening.
2: You know, it's funny that you, you put it like that because um, I saw this segment where Harold Ford on the five. Mm-hmm. He got bludgeoned by Greg uh, Gutfeld because he he said, you know, uh, they were talking about the charges, and he's like, well, he he kind of he had it coming. Had it coming. Had it coming. Like that's 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 the Democrats' thinking, and a lot of rhinos of you know, hey, he's been rocking the boat a little too much now. He had this coming. Like he deserves. Everything everything that's illegally done to him, he deserves because he's rocking the boat. They don't like the boat being rocked. They like it just the way it is. Had what? it coming. That To them, that is the justice system. To them. Is if you do something, well, guess what? You had it coming.
0: All right, 13 past the hour. We will continue this discussion, plus more sports and news coming up on a Thursday night. blues on a thursday night let me talk to you about well the durban accords you know they're coming up five days away the greatest threat to the u.s dollar's global dominance in the past 80 years that's right august 22nd the brics nations brazil russia india china south africa are expected to announce the launch of a new international super fully backed by gold or other commodities. This is part of the long-term plan to supplant the U.S. and the dollar as cornerstones of the global financial system. I think the Fed and the government's doing a pretty good job of that themselves. But uh, how could you protect your IRA or 401k from the fallout from this landmark announcement? Well, diversify into gold is definitely one way, and you could do it with birch gold. Historically, gold has been a safe haven in times of high uncertainty, and certainly that's what we have right now. So get your free information kit on gold IRAs and decide for yourself if a tax-sheltered retirement account backed by physical precious metals is right for you. Well, how do you do that? Well, you text the word America to 989898. That's right. Just take your mobile phone, type out the word America, and send it to 989898. Hit send. Boom. You're done. There's a monumental shift happening among nations that control one-third of the world's GDP. Kicks off on August 22nd. Arm yourself with information to protect your retirement savings. Text America right now to to the number 989898 and claim your free information kit from Birch Gold. All right, 18 past the hour, live from Studio 6B on a Thursday night. Man, just lots of feedback tonight, lots of emails to get to, lots of stuff to get to. Uh, I do see before we do sports here that the Trump team has tonight asked for a April 2026 trial date in the January 6, 2020 election case, noting that, quote, the incumbent administration has targeted its primary political opponent and leading candidate in the upcoming presidential election with criminal prosecution. Uh, So Trump's team is asking for an April 2026 trial date in this um, in the trial in Georgia. And I guess this judge Chutkin is supposed to rule on this, I guess, on the on the 28th, which is, uh, I guess, a week from a week from week from Friday. Twenty fifth, maybe it's the twenty fifth. I saw she's no, supposed so to rule on it.
3: Uh, the twenty eighth is a Monday, Big D. Okay,
0: so I think she's going to rule on the twenty eighth. So that so Trump's team has asked for twenty twenty six.
3: Seems like calculus. Yeah, it's a week from this Monday coming,
0: and this ruling is going to tell us a lot. This ruling will tell us a lot because um, I think the government asked for January of twenty four. Correct?
2: For which one? The January one. Yeah, January, January twenty
0: four for Jack Smith's case in DC.
2: I don't recall.
0: I believe it was I believe they asked for uh, <laughs> January of twenty
2: four. Like in-
0: so Trump's team has now asked for April of twenty six. And Julie Kelly points out that remember the DOJ delayed the high profile Proud Boys trial for almost two years. This would be eight months longer for a former president prosecution had asked for january 2024 judge Shutkin set to rule on this august 28th there you go so that's where we are with that so all right let's do some sports we'll continue to see if there's any other breaking news here tonight sports is brought to you by mike lindell and my pillow use our code lfs6b promo code if you're going to shop at mike and support mike And if you do, we'll uh, continue to support Mike as we do and and make it uh, a little sweeter for you by sending you free merch. And uh, Shirt of the Month is the One Nation Under God shirt. And if you forward us your receipt showing that you used our code when you shopped there, uh, we will send you that shirt. Just give us your size and pick black or white because it comes in both and we'll send it to you absolutely free. So uh, Slick Rick, what's going on?
3: All right, Big D. Well, let's get to some scores right now at the half in the Lincoln Financial Field, Philadelphia, preseason football. Browns leading the Eagles. 8-3, real barn burner there. Looks like a defensive struggle, but preseason in action. Before you know it, two weeks from now, we'll be playing NFL football. Crazy, right? Uh, Major League Baseball, Mets over the Cardinals, 3-1, to bottom seven. Uh, we had the Mariners over the Royals earlier today, 6-4. Nationals beat the Red Sox 10-7. And again, Diamondbacks, Padres, Brewers, Dodgers coming up a little later tonight. Uh, get to a quick story or two here. We have uh, NASCAR suspends three, including pair of part-time drivers. This is an AP report from earlier today. Charlotte, North Carolina, NASCAR indefinitely suspended part-time drivers Chris Hacker and Jason White on Thursday following their recent arrest for allegedly driving while impaired. The sanctioning body also indefinitely suspended Joel Courage, uh, who was arrested last week on charges he failed to register as a sex offender in North Carolina. Uh, The Guilford County Sheriff's Office said Courage, 44, was operating E33 Motorsports and Development in Mooresville. The business promotes itself as helping find and develop young drivers for NASCAR and other series. Uh, Courage was convicted in California in 2008 on 14 sex offenses, the sheriff's office said. White, 44, was arrested in Huntersville on August 3rd and charged with driving while impaired, according to the Mecklenburg County Sheriff's Office. White has made 157 career starts at NASCAR's Truck Series, 55 in the Xfinity Series, and 2 in the Cup Series. So he's an experienced driver. Hacker, 23, was arrested in Huntersville on Tuesday and charged with driving while impaired. He uh, has competed in 14 truck races and two Xfinity races, so a little trouble there at NASCAR with their second tier of drivers. And Jonathan Taze stepping away from NHL to focus on health. This is Kristen Shilton, ESPN, little hockey news in August. Jonathan Taze says he is stepping away from hockey, but not for good. The former Chicago Blackhawks captain, legendary player, and current unrestricted free agent announced in his social media post Thursday that while he's not fully retired, Retiring from NHL. He'll be taking some time away from the game again this season. Um, Tay's 35 was limited to just 53 games last season producing 15 goals and 31 points because of the deteriorating health midway through the season. At the time Tay said he had no choice but to step away and concentrate on his health. Um, what has happened is he has long COVID Big D and this is what has forced this guy into deteriorating health and he's trying to get himself better and Jonathan Tay's those who know hockey know he's one of the best He's probably a future Hall of Famer. Um, uh, and That's a rapid sports, Big D. Back to you.
0: All right, Slick Rick. Very good. You know, the other thing we have to discuss is the debates. They're coming up. Oh, that's right. Week from well, next Wednesday, right, is the yeah. first one? No kidding. And, and we still don't know if President Trump has any interest or a desire to go. And so I'm interested in what everybody thinks on should he go, yes or no? And if he doesn't go, should he be allowed to um, – to have someone like a Kerry Lake or a Byron Donalds there in the spin room spinning for him if he decides that he doesn't want to go, because that's I hear that being tossed around that he's trying to have uh, supporters in 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 the, in the I guess Byron Donalds name is out there maybe Kerry Lake uh, that he would that they would go to try to represent him even though he's not going to go, hmm. and uh, I'm wondering what everyone's take on that is. Uh, because that's coming up on Wednesday. And this is first two are hosted by first one is Fox News, Brett Baer and Martha McCallum. Second one is Fox Business. And I'm not sure I know who. The, uh, do Have we heard who the, uh, who the moderators for the Fox Business one is? No. That's the second one. And where does the RNC stand on this? Rona McDaniel probably wouldn't have her job again. Both Kevin McCarthy and Rona McDaniel probably would not have gotten reelected without President Trump pulling them over the finish line for re-election. Where does she stand? Have we heard from her on this? If he doesn't go, will he allow to have Byron Donalds or someone there? Should he, is that is that a good idea? Because no one can articulate Trump's ideas like Trump can, obviously.
2: Right. I I think he should avoid it. I and I would actually advocate for him to have a small gathering. Of uh, you know supporters. What about an interview with can, Tucker Carlson? And they can sit down and watch the debate, Manning's Manning's uh, cast style, and comment on what's going on. Mm. I think that would be hilarious.
0: That's an interesting. <laughs> thought. I've heard Tucker Carlson interview dropping the same night on uh, out there as well. What do you think of that? That, that would be huge. No one would watch the debate. All right, let's get to the audience. We'll get to your uh, thoughts on that when we get back. Live from Studio Six B on a Thursday night. Should Trump go to the debates? Let's talk about that when we get back. from studio 6b on a thursday night so i've been actively watching the chat in the break and i would say it's it's not overwhelming that he shouldn't go but certainly the majority says he shouldn't go there are some people that say should there's some people who think like they like the tucker idea i'm sure everybody likes likes the tucker idea i don't i don't know that that's plausible unless they've already recorded it to have it ready to air on uh, or go out to social media on wednesday i guess they could still do it in time uh, but as far, but it looks like the majority says that they think that he shouldn't go. And Rick Delgado, you're in also in that camp.
2: <laughs> yes, and I, I'm in my own camp of sit down and watch the debate and rip it apart, uh, Manningcast style. And if you if he would have do that sitting there with Tucker, how how much fun with? And you know what? Call up Joe Rogan. Hey Joe, come come and sit with us. We're gonna watch this. Find a few different people that I think people would just be like mesmerized just to sit down and watch this as they tear apart these people that are debating.
0: I mean, Rogan would be fascinating at some point for him to do. I mean, I've I've I also will continue to argue that I think he I think he eventually needs to come back to Twitter if he's if this gets. I mean, I think you got to go where the people are. Mm-hmm. Joe Rogan is certainly yeah. one place. Twitter's uh, X, whatever the hell we're calling it now, is another. Ugh um but i i don't i don't know I, I i only think he could help himself in the debate that, that but that's just me because who's a better debater than him i mean you can't use the argument he loves to fight and all that he loves this and one thing and then the other say you know he shouldn't go to the debate i mean that's right up his alley that's that's like debates are like you know like softball slow pitch right over the middle for yeah, him aren't like, they it's like air you would think it's like what he does best yeah so I I don't know. Is there a lot of downside to the debates? Are, are there mm. questions that people think he can't handle? Is there something? Are there questions that people are afraid of? He's going to get asked. What would what would be the downside? I'm just wondering. No question he can't handle to yeah. the
3: to
2: the debates. I, I'm with you, Slick. I I don't think there's any question or comment he wouldn't be able to handle. Um, and, and from what I saw on Breitbart earlier, there, there's there's rumblings that DeSantis is going to like defend him in the debate. I don't know if you saw that headline. I was like, "Huh?"
3: I believe that one I
2: see. I think he's trying to get to <laughs> I the. Uh, I see He's it. trying to the. He's trying to outflank, uh, Raraswamy. What's the article? Go, go, let's um, work the news in right now. Yeah, let me let me find that because I, I I saw the headline. I'm like,
3: "What?" I don't trust that.
2: Um, but you never know because let's face it, they're 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 all fighting for the same piece of the pie, right? They all think if Trump doesn't, if for some reason he has to pull out, they all want that MAGA voter. That's that's. You know, that's the, uh, that's the winning ticket. Um, and here it is from Breitbart. Plot twist. DeSantis set to defend Trump, Hammer Ramaswamy in debate. That's the title of the article from the New York Times unearthed what it said to be a debate strategy document.
0: Oh, and the New York Times or Breitbart?
2: Well, Breitbart is running the story based on this New York Times unearthing this debate strategy document prepared by an outside political group supporting uh, Ron DeSantis, suggesting he should defend the former president. Uh, President Trump, and hammer rival Vivek Raraswamy. Uh, Am I pronouncing that right? Yeah, Ramaswamy. Okay, Ramaswamy. In the uh, first Republican presidential debate in Milwaukee next week, the Times reported that the document was posted online by a firm working with DeSantis. You got to love these people that, hey, you know what? Let's keep this between us. I'm paying you to help me uh, develop a strategy. Why don't you go post it online for everybody to see these jackasses? Uh, the Super PAC can raise money to spend on behalf of the According to the Times, a firm associated with the Super PAC has effectively taken over DeSantis' presidential campaign, posted online hundreds of pages of blunt advice, research memo, memos, and internal polling in early nominating states to guide the Florida governor ahead of the high-stakes Republican presidential debate next Wednesday. The four basic must-dos, according to the memo, attack Joe Biden and the media three to five times. State GRD positives. Uh, you know uh, Ron DeSantis' positive visions two to three times. Hammer Vivek in response. Defend Donald Trump in absentee. In response to the Chris Christie attack. So there you have it. And uh, you know for for the things that they are laying out as a possible strategy for Ron DeSantis in the uh, debate. What do you think about that?
0: I mean, it doesn't seem that it doesn't seem that off the chart to me. I've heard I've, I actually listened to DeSantis because I still like him. Unlike most, um, I've heard him defend the president. We, we, they, they can debate policy. He doesn't like what he did with Fauci. OK, you can agree or not agree. He doesn't like what he did with certain things. You can agree or not agree. But when it comes to other things that have happened to the former president, I've, I've heard him defend them. So I don't think that would be too much of a stretch. It wouldn't be too much of a stretch for him to to, to highlight the things that the Trump and uh, Pence administration did as when it came to taxes and energy. I mean, those, that, those things cannot be denied. Right. I, so I it think, doesn't sound like that much of a stretch to me because I've heard him talk about it like this when he gets interviewed. Yeah,
2: but it's, it's always kind of a lukewarm kind of thing where with uh, Vivek, it's very in your face. He's very, very forward with his defense of Trump. And I think they've noticed in the Desantis camp, hey, that seems to be winning for him. He keeps going up in the polls.
0: Well, people think that somehow Vivek and the Trump campaign have some kind of a deal. I mean, have you heard? I mean, obviously, there's there's chatter about that that yeah. he's that he, they're working together. Now, you have theories of them of of Desantis and Trump working together. Yes. And you still believe that?
2: I still believe that. Yes.
0: It would be interesting if it. I mean, whatever the turns in these trials take. Would the two guys ever be forced into a sit-down to say the only way to save the country is for them to get on the same ticket? Which is what we've talked about forever. Yeah, we did. You know, I mean, if, if Trump wins the nomination and then has to think about the general, how do you think about someone other than DeSantis as your VP pick? Seriously, knowing, what, knowing what's ahead of you. Knowing what's ahead of you, how do you, how do you put Tim Scott on that? Right. You think he brings you across the finish line to be able to pardon yourself? No. You think he's the last line of defense for your freedom? See the guy you're going to put on there. What are you going to put on there? In reality. Like I said, I'm a. You going to put Vivek Ramaswamy on there? I'm a big Byron Donalds fan. I like Byron Donalds too. You think yeah, he me gets? You, you think he? You think he gets you to the promised land? I
3: uh, no, not No, I don't think so.
2: From like Florida?
0: No. Nah. Florida's wrapped up. Florida went from Obama twice blue, blue, blue to as red as as any place you could look in the country right now. I don't know. If you if if the if winning in twenty four is the difference between your freedom, I mean, well, again, we don't know what turns these are going to take. I don't. I don't know how. I know they, I know they say right now. Oh, I wouldn't want to be the VP. I, everyone's going to say that, right? But um, we, ha- we have to be interested in one thing, and one thing only. Not friendships, not getting along, not what happened in the past, winning in November of 24. The Supreme Court and everything about this country is going to depend on it. If he gets the nomination... Is there a better choice of of a VP or a better choice to get you across the finish line? Hard for me to imagine someone better.
2: No. I agree. That's why I think they, they could be working together this whole time.
0: All right, let's do some more news. 38 past the hour with uh, Rick Delgado. News is brought to you by Early Treatment Meds. What else is going on?
2: <laughs> Besides the squirrely things going on in my brain, uh, I don't know. Have you heard about this uh, coming out of New York City? Curtis Curtis Sliwa. Oh. Know who he is? Remember oh, God, of course. He was supposed to be on sure. the show. Never showed sure. up. Uh, I Maybe now <laughs> yeah, we know so why. That's right. maybe we know why because he was arrested outside of gracie mansion earlier today really uh yeah he was busted uh tuesday actually for for trying to serve mayor (laughs) wait what is this hold on a second is this an old story oh my goodness this is the wrong i got arrested story sorry about that i'll get back to the one where he was arrested today for the protest of the uh ...of the uh, migrant center that they're trying to set up in Queens. I clicked the wrong link. Sorry about that. I'll get back to that one later. In the meantime, over in Hunterland, Hunter Biden tax charges... Have you heard about this? Dismissed by the federal judge following the plea de- plea deal breakdown. Yes, Hunter Biden's misdemeanor tax charges have been dismissed by a federal judge in Delaware. An expected move after Sweetheart's plea deal fell through last month during his first court appearance... In the case, the Justice Department submitted a filing last week to dismiss the case ahead of a possible trial of uh, Biden's felony gun charge in a different district. After the plea deal fell apart, Biden pleaded not guilty. As federal prosecutors confirmed, he is still under federal investigation. He was expected to plead guilty to the two misdemeanor tax counts of willful failure to pay income tax as part of a plea deal to avoid jail time on the felony gun charge. Biden's attorneys and special counsel... David Weiss, who you might as well consider Biden's attorney as well, are still fighting over the diversion agreement concerning the felony charge that would allow him to avoid any jail time. Weiss has indicated he plans to potentially take Biden to trial in the future in either D.C. or California. He said, on Tuesday, Weiss strongly rejected claims by Biden's legal team that his office reneged on the plea deal of the president's son to resolve the federal tax and gun charges while stressing that agreement was not in effect. In the court's filings, Weiss fired back at the Biden attorneys, which over the weekend filed a motion stating the parties have a valid and binding bilateral diversion agreement. So they still want the diversion agreement. They still don't want Hunter to spend any time in jail for the gun crime. He added that Biden chose to plead not guilty at the hearing on july the 26th and u.s probation declined to approve the proposed diversion agreement at that hearing thus neither the proposed agreement entered into effect so we'll see what happens with that again uh, this this could just be the cover-up of the cover-up to make sure that uh little hunter here the crackhead doesn't go to jail and uh joe biden tries to save face however however he can
0: all right, we'll do some more cousin Humper news here in a second. Let's get to Newt Gingrich <laughs> uh-huh. on speak, with speak, um, speaking of which Newt nope. on with Charlie Kirk today. <laughs> speaking of what's going on in Georgia, because this is a really an amazing clip, and it, and he admits it's hearsay, right off the jump. But uh, here's Newt today with Charlie. Okay. What did I do? Is it Newt or mute? It's going to the right place. Let's try it again. Here's here's mute Newt Gingrich.
2: That I am told, this is hearsay, but
0: I am told by a reliable source that Friday evening somebody from Washington called the district attorney in Atlanta and said, you have to indict on Monday. We have to
1: cover up all of the mistakes we just made with Weiss. And she said Hmm. apparently... Uh, my jurors aren't coming back till Tuesday. And they said, you didn't hear me. You have to indict on Monday. And she said, well, they're not going to get here before noon. They said, it
0: doesn't matter. She said, this, this means it's going to be 8 or 9 or 10 o'clock at night. They said, it doesn't
1: matter. We need the news so media shifting. who, who, ma- who made that phone call?
2: We don't know. And I'm I'm telling you up front, this is hearsay, but it's from a person who has
0: remarkably good sources. I I
1: totally believe it, though, because that would explain why they leaked and they messed up on the clerk document, why she was exhausted, (laughs) and why they had the 11 p.m. press conference, Mr. Speaker. Yeah. Yeah.
0: What do you think of that? Uh,
2: It's it's, uh, quite the bombshell.
0: I mean, is there anyone plugged in better to Georgia politics than Newt Gingrich probably is? And it sounds completely plausible. You know, when you you look back on all that happened on Monday—
2: you know, from the screw up to the posting to the the rush to get these these witnesses in to the late the, this keeping the the court open late, it, it's not it, you can't dismiss it. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah. All right, live from Studio Six B, more sports and news, wrapping it up for a Thursday. We get back right after this. to the hour live from studio 6b on a thursday night so um president trump at i guess 801 i didn't see this till just now but uh put out a statement on true social rather than releasing the report on the rigged and stolen election georgia 2020 on monday my lawyers would prefer putting this i believe irrefutable and overwhelming evidence of election fraud and irregularities informal legal filings as we fight to dismiss this disgraceful indictment by a publicly and campaign finance seeking da who sadly presides over a record-breaking murder and violent crime area in atlanta therefore the news conference is no longer necessary so the monday news conference that he said he was going to present this evidence is now canceled
2: all right well it seems to make sense that he's listening to his attorneys here's another statement that he released regarding the debates. On Truth Social. Okay. Uh, many people are asking whether or not I will be doing the debates. All Americans have been clamoring for a president of, of extremely high intelligence. As everyone is aware, my <laughs> poll numbers over a wonderful field of Republican candidates are extraordinary. In fact, I'm leading the runner-up, whoever that might be, by more than 50 points. Reagan didn't do it, and neither did the others. People know my record, one of the best ever, so why would I debate? I'm your man. Make America great again. There you go. Okay, there you go. That's it.
0: That sounds pretty definitive to me. <laughs> yeah,
2: sounds convincing as well. I'm telling you, man, if him and Tucker sat down in front of a big screen, having some almost like mystery science theater where all you see is the back of their heads and you hear them talking, He's smoking pipes, yeah, making, <laughs> making fun of the of, of Chris Christie, so, you know and and just taking apart the competition. I think that would be hilarious. And it would be and it would be different. Yeah, a Manning cast. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's perfect. The Trump cast. Monday Night Football. Do a Trump cast. <laughs> Him, Tucker, and Rogan sitting there.
0: Yeah. I mean, the only thing about when he refers to Reagan, Reagan was an incumbent. I mean, so he's he's he is not, as of right now, the incumbent. So it's obviously just a little different. Um, all right, let's do some sports. And here with that is, <clears throat> we'll do news after that. Slick Rick, what's going on, pal? Well, in the spirit of Rick Delgado's
3: Curtis Lee were, uh, story, I have the New Which York... Which I have. Well, the New York Jets have won Super Bowl three in uh, the Orange Bowl, Miami, Florida. 16-7 over the Baltimore Colts. Joe Namath was the MVP. I'll tell you, mark that one.
0: <laughs>
3: anyway, we're going to go to Rodeo Big Day. Where we're going to go to Idaho. <laughs> the great state of Idaho. You know, we love Idaho of course. Here we go. Gooding, Idaho. Andy James Arena. Bareback riding leaders. Cade Berry. 86 <laughs> points on Summit Pro Rodeo's Game Trail. Saddle Brock. Ross Griffin. 85 points on King Rodeo and Wentz Bucking Bulls. Blood Tracks. Whew. Tie down. We got Shane hanshey 7.9 seconds. Barrel Racing. Donna, you rule. 16.76. Tenths. Good score there for that young lady. And bull riding. Jeff Askey. Askey and you shall receive. 88.5 points on Masses pro rodeos burnt Earl, uh two hundred and six thousand 556- five hundred and fifty six thousand dollars there we go uh and we got let's see ex-anaheim mayor to plead guilty to charges tied to angel stadium sale ap reports santa ana california where else big d the former mayor of anaheim agreed wednesday to plead guilty to obstructing an fbi corruption investigation into the 150 million dollar sale of angel stadium to the owner of the major league baseball team federal prosecutors announced harish Harry Singh Sidhu a, a, whew, acknowledging a bullying agreement you. that he provided <laughs> <laughs> I said bless you. <laughs> but Thank you. Uh, confidential City Information. uh working for the Angels. Anyway, long story short, uh, it was a million dollars that was supposed to be contributed to his campaign from the uh, the owner of the uh, Angels, uh, which didn't transpire, of course. But Sidhu resigned as mayor last year after the word broke that he was under federal investigation. The day after he resigned, the city council voted to void the 2020 agreement to sell the city-owned ballpark and 151 acres to Angels owner, Artie Marino. In his, uh, he was making a deal they couldn't refuse. Uh, but anyway, big deal. I'm going to drop it there. That We got enough with sports tonight. More important things to talk about. I'm going to defer back to you.
0: All right, Slick Rick. Very good. Well, we'll just do some more news. Delgado didn't do too much news tonight. So, and the news he did do is <laughs> 1990. I got something. I Everything century. in the current century, Delgado. Let's, let's do some news here with Cousin see. Humper. Uh, Abe
3: Lincoln th- earlier today.
0: And let's hope that it's from 2023. Take it away. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Come right. on Delgado, I'll take well, it away. I'm going to take it away. I'm Here going to go. take it away and beat you with it. How about that? <laughs> uh, hundreds protest New Tent City for migrants at Creedmoor Psychiatric Center. Curtis Slewa, among those arrested. Authorities arrested multiple people, including former GOP mayoral candidate Curtis Lewa, doing a raucous rally yesterday over the newly opened mass tent city shelter for migrants in Queens. Hundreds attended the protest to demand officials close the city's latest makeshift housing, which opened Tuesday on the grounds of Creedmoor Psychiatric Center. Just what you need. Uh, The new emergency site is expected to host a thousand adult immigrant men. Think about that a thousand adult migrant men as officials struggle to handle the flood of asylum seekers reaching New York City's the Big Apple. Some of the chants from protesters including no tent city, closed the border, no migrants, and America First. As a busload of migrants reached the facility on Wednesday night, one person was heard yelling, you bunch of parasites, sorry to say, while the others were chanting USA. During the demonstration, Sliwa, the founder of the Guardian Angels, refused authorities orders to get out of the middle of the street near Creedmoor Facility and was arrested as another protester waved a Trump 2024 flag in the background. Slewa handed off his sign to another protester. as officers placed him in handcuffs. He could not be immediately reached for comment, and his arrest was not a surprise, though. He vowed on social media prior to the protest that he would be ready to be taken into custody as a form of civil disobedience. So there you have it. Um, you know, you, you, you want these policies, lefties, and now look what happens. You're you're saddled with a thousand adult migrant men in one facility in New York City. And, and that's just that's just the beginning, because, you know, once once they're there, where are they going to go? They're not going to go anywhere. And that facility, it's probably going to grow. The population of that is probably going to grow. And you're going to see an increase in crime right around that area as it starts to creep out. So you you, 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 you vote for it. That's what you get in return. Yep. Um, real quick, I got one more uh, thing that you might be interested in. Banks' usage of emergency Fed funds hits a new record high, Damon.
0: No surprise here. Money. I haven't seen this, but I'm not surprised by the headline. This
2: is coming from uh, Tyler Durden and Zero Hedge. Money market funds saw inflows inflows for the fifth straight week, almost $40 billion to a new record high of $5.5 trillion. That's the biggest weekly inflow in six weeks. Uh, both retail and institutional funds saw inflows as well, and the decoupling between money market f- fund inflows and bank deposits continues to grow wider. Uh, a- after last week 's modest growth, the Fed 's balance sheet plunged by 62.5 billion last week, and with regard to the QT, the Fed sold down 42 billion more of its securities. Basically, the breakdown is this: So total securities held uh, fell. 42 billion and as the uh, as the chart is showing there's a growing divide uh with in terms of what's going in what's coming out and finally some food for thought coming from Bloomberg, from Bloomberg the last time yields were here and accelerating higher this fast we saw a mini banking crisis exposed a quarter later as the reality hit so bearing that in mind in less than seven months the banks will have to fend off their own absent 100 billion plus facility from the Fed one wonders just where the magical balance sheet fix will come from a collapse in yields as the economy enters depression that's that's the question that they're asking. is the Fed mm-hmm. just expanded its balance sheet yet again, so doesn't look like good news on the horizon uh, when no, it comes it does to uh, not look like good economics news on,
0: on Bidenomics. Yes, of course the White House tells us it's working so well. Uh, Mike Davis, for just before we go, Article Three Project ha- tonight says: Are Joe Biden, Merrick Garland, Jack Smith, Alvin Bragg, and Fannie Willis running an illegal criminal conspiracy to deprive Trump, his top aides, his attorneys, and his supporters of their rights? A good question. House Republicans must investigate this immediately. And I agree. As always, we salute our military, active and active police, firefighters, first responders, EMTs, all emergency personnel, everybody on the front lines protecting us, everybody that keeps the country moving forward. Thanks, guys, on the show. Thanks, Aaron. Thanks, Fran. But most of all, thank you. A very engaged live from Studio 6B audience. We will see you tomorrow night to wrap up another great week right here, live from Studio 6B.